Welcome to the Smart Business Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Imoff Flores, and the Smart Business Podcast is the place for entrepreneurs to get an advanced mindset and skill set to build and grow a business that can scale in a big way. SMART is an acronym that stands for a scalable, mission-driven business that's automated with revenue streams all run by a team. And so if you would like to learn more about how to build a smart business or get coaching, consulting in this area or done for you services, go ahead and start by getting our free smart business formula guide at smartbusinessformula.com. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Smart Business Show. Today, we have a very special guest, Dre Fox. She's the founder of The Social CEO, featured in Forbes, Good Morning America, Business Insider, and we are so privileged and so lucky today to have her as a guest on our show. Welcome to the show, Dre. Hey, well, thank you for having me here today. I'm really excited. Yes, absolutely. So excited to have you. Now, you're in a Texas area, right? Yep, I'm in Austin, Texas. So were you part of the Texas or were you always there? I actually wasn't. I'm born and raised in Montana, um, and I moved to Austin about 12 years ago when I decided I wanted greener pastures or drier pastures, maybe. Um, And I have really loved it here ever since, but I definitely miss home a little bit every once in a while. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So how did this whole social world come to be for you? Tell us about that. Yeah, I like to think that my origin story is a good one. Um, So I, while I do have a traditional degree, I went to pastry school as my last piece of education. And I wanted to um, be a pastry chef that specialized in wedding cakes. And so I went to New York City and got that education, moved back to Missoula with big, big bright eyes thinking I was going to conquer the world with my pastry degree. And I realized I needed a bigger market. So I moved to Austin, Texas, thinking that would be my bigger market. Um, And I was a little disenchanted when I realized I'd probably never make more than like $15 an hour. Um, And so I went back to college again, got an internship in software, and that software was social media software. So I learned a lot about social media through um, kind of the back end, actually, or like integrations into social. Um, And the rest was kind of history after that. I fell in love with it. Wow, that's amazing. So I got to take a step back in this pastry life. Like, do you do you bake at all? Do people like hit you up and say, hey, Dre, I need to get some some of your latest baked goods? or, Or is that part behind you and you're just focused on business? You know, it's more of like a party trick now than anything else. I did sunset it slowly, but now it's been 12 years since I've lived here. So it's, it's more in the dust than anything, but I really had a blast um, when I was really into it. It's a very creative career, very, um, you get to see the product of your hard work. And I really liked that. Yes. So favorite pastry is what? You know, something simple. I like tiramisu is my favorite for sure, but my specialty was wedding cake design. So I pretty much only did wedding cakes. Wow. Oh my goodness. So here you are working for a social media, you know, software company, you start learning social and how did you make the transition and, you know, to, to what you do today? Yeah. So I was assigned to some pretty big fortune 500. So NFL, ESPN, L'Oreal, Caesars Hotels, and I would travel the country and meet with their social teams and help them deploy their campaigns on our software. And, you know, those teams are young people such as myself, and 
they would start asking like, where's your Instagram account? What are you doing on social? And I just frankly didn't have one. I had like a private one with 10 pictures and nothing to say about it. And so they really inspired me to go for it. And I started my own account and I'll just being honest, I came out of the gates pretty hot because I did know all of this information from my career. So I wasn't making rudimentary mistakes or making everything look sloppy. It looked very professional from day one. And so it grew very fast. And a lot of people started asking a lot of questions. And so I started mentoring people and helping them on my own. Wow. I can only imagine being in that room and they're like, where's your Instagram? And you're just like, damn, why did you ask me this question? I was hoping you wouldn't ask me. <laughs> it is kind of ironic because back then I was like, I'm, I'm not too good for social, but like, oh, it's just something that it's not for me. And here I am now running multiple businesses on social media. It's yeah. Crazy, crazy, <laughs> crazy. Well, it's funny how life brings us full circle. So, you know, in all of these years in social media, what, you know, has, has been a big kind of aha for, for your students that you work with, you know, I know that you're really big on, you know, getting people to really step into their true authenticity rather than just being the person on the laptop, you know, that's posting the same type of photos. Uh, tell us about what it looks like to step into the authenticity and, and how someone can make that transition, what it looks like. I think there's a fundamental problem on social that when we first get started, we want to observe other people's success and say, okay, well, that's working for them. And over here, they're doing this. So maybe I should take a lot of that and put it into my, to my account. And the reality is, is like, that's just a recipe for blending in and burning out, which is one thing I've seen for sure, because you're actually trying to create a character or somebody who doesn't exist. And if you, anyone has ever, you know, try to keep a secret for a week or live a lie for a month or something, it's really exhausting to pretend like you are not exactly who you really are, but everyone's fighting against this idea. Well, I've got to be more professional, more flashy, more whatever. And that is really what the heartbeat of my business is, is letting people know that the more you actually become you on social media, the more you release yourself from problems of blending in or not differentiating yourself because there are so many incredible things about us. So um, typically what that looks like is really refining what you stand for and your brand identity and the things that you want people to say about you when you're not in the room. Like what are the words that you want them to say? Funny, colorful, serious, talented, genius. Um, and start kind of building up your persona and all of the content that you're putting on social media around that presentation that you want to get across. Mm, that's a really great lens. And I've actually never heard it said that way before because you're right. If you're pulling from all these other people, that you like, you're basically creating somebody that you're not, <laughs> you know, which is a mask, which is why people get burnt out because they're operating out of alignment. And then they wonder why their page is evolving into something that they're like, how did I get here? And why does this not feel right? So I absolutely love that lens of being able to put it through lens of like, what do I want people to say about me? right? So turning it back to you, what do you want people to say about Dre? Yeah. So um, 
it has taken like a lot of work to get to this place, I would say, but I actually am very comfortable with knowing that I'm not the right coach or the right fit for everybody, but I think that's the beautiful part of what I do. So I want people to think that um, Dre is a little like kooky, a little zany, a little different, but she takes her work very seriously. Like the ultimate results that I'm getting my clients, I take them and my business seriously, but I'm not serious. Um, And typically what that looks like for me is, I make little movies on my stories, right? I'll film like my whole getting, getting ready with me or my CEO routine. And I'll film it like a little mini movie. Um, I'll show up imperfectly. I'll laugh with them. I'll show like the silly things that I got myself into that day. And in on contrast, I'll observe other coaches that I admire and I don't think they're doing anything wrong, but I don't even know what state they live in. I don't know if they're married. I have no idea what environment they live in because they show nothing of their true selves on social, which is a personal decision. So I like to think that everyone knows that I'm a little um, quirky and different, but they feel like they know me very well. And that makes them comfortable in investing in me. Yeah, that's so good. I love that. Um, you know, you, you don't want people to take you too serious because you know what happens when you're too serious? You end up dead. Serious. <laughs> you know when people get too serious it's like my coaching style obviously like I'll, I'll joke around with you on a call or we'll we'll like have some light banter and if you're thinking that I'm this buttoned up suit coat and tie kind of gal like we're not going to be a fit that's just not right. who I am um so the beauty of this is the more that I'm me the more I'm attracting clients that aren't just like me, no one's, you know, just like any of us, but, um, colorful characters, interesting people, creatives, people who are like, man, I do not want the person with the briefcase and the laptop photos being my coach. I need you. Yeah, definitely. Now there's a lot of people who have ideas listening to this and they're kind of, you're trying to wonder, should I brand my account or should I brand me? You know, talk about your perspective on that, because I think that's a, that's an important differentiation like between both of those. Yeah, I come from the school of thought that really you are the brand first. Um, your programs are also a brand, but they are something that you do, not who you are. So I know that if I brand Dre Fox first, people understand that if I started a clothing line, a merch line, or a coaching program, that they're all going to be infused with the same values that Dre Fox is infused with, which is this lighthearted yet serious tone of like, we'll get to the end, but we're going to have fun while we're doing it. And so I think that that helps me call in the right people and create trust through all of my offers where they're like, we know what we're going to step into if we invest in anything that she's doing. So the problem is when you, when you only brand a program and you are not really a character in this narrative, one, I think there's a lot less connection to you personally. Like I, I, I don't really feel a connection to you. So I could go to another coach easily, or I could go somewhere else easily. And if you develop things in the future or your business grows, you try new things. I might not have the same trust or belief system in you as a person, as I do in this one program that you had that can kind of carry through the whole suite. So, um, I do think they're both important, but you being a figment of this whole circle is very important. 
Totally. And I remember when my passions changed and I was so grateful that I had branded myself because had I branded the passion, then, well, my brand would be gone in a day. So that's <laughs> wow, a great testimony. I mean, it's very true. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So good. Now you have this thing called the time of Dre. Uh, and I think it's the coolest thing. Tell us about what that stands for. Yeah. So time of Dre, um, I, I call it the mothership for all, all of my businesses. This is where I'm the most me. It's a very colorful Instagram account that is more dedicated to growing on social media at large. It's not really dedicated to one program or anything of that nature. It's kind of where I, um, and most myself and attract most of the people to me. And then I direct them in other directions like the social CEO or the elevated Instagram, depending on what their ultimate needs or outcome is. So um, it's kind of like a, my playground a little bit, but uh, I'm a creative being. And if you strip that away from me, you know, all work and no play makes Dre a dull girl. So I need to have this spot where I can make these little movies and I can post these crazy photos and people enjoy it. You know, not, no one's had a problem with it yet. So it works for me. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it a lot. And one of the things I think is cool is like, that's a memorable thing, right? Like the time of Dre, it's super memorable for me. It's my orange hat. Everybody knows me because I always have my orange hat. So, you know, I think being able to find distinctions within your profile and in your brand. Talk about that a little bit, because I think that is something people probably remember you by, like when they're like, oh, you have the time, like your time of Dre, like, you know, it's like, how could people, like, what are some ideas or, or the, what's the importance of having those little like knickknacks within your brand? Yeah. So this goes back to visibility on social, especially going into 2022, where things are even more saturated as they keep moving every year is how do you cut through the noise? Um, and there's a couple of ways that I personally cut through the noise. So I have a very distinct voice on social media. Um, I think when you read my captions, you can almost like sense the way I'd be talking about it, like if we were talking in person with the emojis and the line breaks and, and how I format my captions. So people can spot my captions. I've had other people send me other people's captions and be like, was this yours? Um, and I also have a very distinct visual editing style. Now, I don't expect every coach or every entrepreneur to be like, I love editing, I love writing, and I've got all this stuff happening for me. But you know, when you just go online and buy an editing pack and you use the 100 captions for coaches download that you grabbed from someone's freebie list and you try to smack these things together, ultimately you're not left with a social media account that is yours. It's really actually somebody else's. Um, and so I always encourage people to really think about like what visual style helps amplify your your narrative or your message even more and write like you're writing a message to somebody in person or like somebody that you know and utilize a voice that really cuts through the clutter. So when they read it, they're like, man, that was really good. Mm, that's so good. I love this. I love this conversation. Now there's people listening who, who need help. Like they just need a, a coach. They need somebody who can, you know, learn from, they need ideas. They need support they need mentorship in their social right on on how to have their unique voice how to stand out in the noise how to have the confidence with all the competition that's growing out there right 
uh, and, and you really specialize in this, um, you know, for people wanting to know more, where can they find you to be able to, you know, learn more about what you do? Yeah. So if you are a coach in specific or someone who is in the coaching world, you should find me at Dre Fox. That's D-R-E-F-O-X. Um, and in my bio, I have something special for you, which we'll talk about in a bit, but that is my, my playground for coaches where we talk about all things coaching and that's it. If you are someone who's maybe a content creator, business owner, entrepreneur, and you're looking to figure out how you could eventually monetize your social media, then Time of Dre, like Time of Dre, time of Day, is um, my other area where I put out a lot of that content about monetizing your influence and really figuring out what you want to be doing on social media. So pretty clear delineation in between who is supposed to be in which camp. Yes. Love that. Love that. And, and so we're going to put your bio in inside of the description of this show. Um, and there's also a free mini course that's in your bio as well for them to take as well. So you guys, if you're listening to this, go check out Dre. Uh, we're putting her handle in the description. Go follow her, ask her questions, ask her about her stuff, how she can support you. And Dre, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. This is a lot of fun. I appreciate yes. it. And to all of my hip hop fans out there, we can never forget about Dre. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Share it, subscribe, leave a six star uh, rating. I know there's only five stars, but leave an extra star. Love you guys until the next episode. See you later.